The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Here we go. So listening to the LCR Media Podcast, where we get to know the pros. I'm your host, LCR Naylor Taliaferro, and I am live at Equip Expo here. It is exciting to be back here. It's, it's, it's like Christmas, like the holidays. You look forward to it all year, and then it's finally here, and then it's like gone in a blink of an eye. But I'm here at the Echo Means Business Social Media Lounge, uh, getting some content just like last year, and I have none other than Austin Roth. How's it going? It's going great. That's how uh, you pronounce your last name, yeah. right? Yeah. All right. It's always uh, good to be here. Yeah. So. With Lucky Landscaping, and a lot of people probably don't even know who you are or have ever heard of you, um, but I remember you when you were like, what, 10? Yeah, I think, <laughs> yeah, I, like think I was at 13 the first year I came here. 13. Wow. And how old are you now? Uh, 20. Wow. So you're still not old enough to have a drink yet, but yeah, you've been running your business since you were like 13, right? Yeah. Wow. So I, I remember before we dive into this, um, I remember, and, and let's... How many trucks do you have? Uh, right now, we have 15 trucks and about 45 employees. <laughs> 15 trucks yeah. and 45 employees, and you're 20. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll just start there, just tease you guys with that. This is why I wanted to get Austin on this podcast forever, or, or just anything. I wanted to go, like, you know, one time I went down to Miami and went, you know, hung out with Green Touch and got some video there, and I was trying to see if I could coordinate more things. I know you're somewhere in that general vicinity, yeah. but every time I'm in Florida, I'm like, who can I, like, hook up with? And I've always wanted to try and find a way to, to get together with you to at least get some things, get your story somewhere out there, because I think it's super inspirational. I remember one of the first years I came to Equip, some of the brands, I guess, had met you for the first time, like like uh, some of the mower brands and everything, and, and they, they were so taken back by your story, you know, because yeah. like, you're this young kid, you didn't even have a driver's license and you yep. were hiring guys to drive trucks with you and for you, right? Exactly. Yeah. Oh. That, I bought my first truck when I was 15 and uh, hired a driver. <laughs> yeah. So you were telling that story, I guess, and people were like, holy cow, this kid is the future of the industry. So with all that two minute teasing, you guys are probably all like, you know, like super anxious to hear the whole story. So how did this all start, Austin? You were 13 and what happened? How did you get to 45 employees and 20 trucks? Yeah. So I, I guess, uh, you know, it all started in my neighborhood and, uh, I was probably 11 or 12 and, uh, just started cutting, cutting grass in, in my neighborhood and, uh, you know, wanted to make some money and it was sort of the easiest thing to do. It was hard, uh, because everybody wants insurance. I'm young and a little kid pushing a lawnmower. Um, but it, it, you know, it was, it was all about the journey. And, uh, I think eventually I, I bought a golf cart. I expanded my radius even farther from my neighborhood, uh, until the police department didn't like that. So, uh, that's when it was time to buy a truck and I hired a part-time driver. So, um, you know, it just kind of all evolved from there. Obviously the, the radius and my limits were unlimited at that point. 
because the vehicle can go anywhere. So, yeah. uh, you know, we, we expanded and, uh, we slowly added more and more accounts. We did landscape work. We got into the commercial side of it and it all just kind of took off from there. So now we're, you know, primarily a, uh, commercial HOA, uh, landscaper. We don't really do any residential work. It's all larger communities from a hundred houses to 500 houses. Um, so it's, uh, it's definitely a unique, uh, business, but you know, we, we take care of our guys. We provide good, good service to the customers and provide good work. And you know, the, if you take care of your people, they'll take care of you. Yeah, for sure. But that's easier said than done sometimes, I feel like. But what what was it like hiring your first employee when you're like, how old were you, 15? Yeah. Like, what, 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 how did that whole interaction go? <laughs> um, I, I, I don't remember how I found him, but he uh, was working a, a, a full-time job with another landscaper. They worked four tens, um, so he was off Friday, Saturdays. And I brought him on for those two days. And eventually, you know, we, we got enough work. And I said, hey, we can't do it in the two or three days that we're working. I need you full-time. So eventually I replaced his full-time job and took him for the 40 hours. Um, and, you know, it just kind of evolved from there. Once we maxed out one, we added another guy. Um, and I just always turn to the guys, you know, do you have any friends, you know, cousins, uh, anyone you want to bring? And that's really how we hire our guys is... A lot of them are all just family, um, family or friends, you know, they already know them. They know if they're experienced. Uh, so that's how we've brought a lot of our guys in. Yeah. And you guys are based in what? Jupiter? Florida? Yeah, we're in Jupiter. Jupiter. And what, what are the services? I know you, you do a ton of tree work now, right? Or, or you have. Yeah. Right? So we do, uh, we're, we're full, full service landscape company. So we do, you know, the lawn maintenance, the tree trimming, the pest control and fertilization, the irrigation. Um, we really take the approach to be their one-stop shop. They have one vendor and we cover it all for them. So it's, you know, a lot less work for them, uh, with dealing with insurance certificates and paying people. They've got one guy. Wow. Yeah. That's when was this a vision like early on? I mean, it could have been, but please tell me at 15, you never thought that you'd have 45 employees and 20 trucks. No, I don't think uh, I ever thought I'd be that big that quick. You know, I even look back like last year, you know, when we had 15 or 20 guys, I was like, yeah, we're, we're going to get to 25 or 30 guys maybe in the next year. And, you know, now we're at 40, 45. And it's like, you know, right now I sit here and think there's no way I'm going to be at 80 or 100 guys next year. And it's like, well, we could be, you know, but yeah. I don't think we will, wow. um, you know, but it, we do good work and, and people just call us, you know, I mean, we don't really do any marketing, but we provide good work and we take the one-stop shop approach and it really, uh, you know, locks down the customer. It keeps them in bed with us and keeps the door closed for competitors to come in. Nice. You, you use some, some very good terms there. Have you done uh, over the years, have you done a lot of, um, learning like reading books or listening to books or going to seminars or having uh peers mentors coaching like what what does that look like for you yeah i think you know i've i've taken every opportunity to you know visit and 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 get with you know larger companies that have built you know a company that's in the same range of services that we do um you know i've got into some network groups uh one of them's McFarland Stanford. Uh, that's pretty big in the industry. Um, so we, you know, we're in. I'm in that group. Uh, 
and just learning, you know, from local competitors, far away competitors, um, and just absorbing as much as I can, you know, and you take it all with a grain of salt, right? Because you never know if it's correct or not. So you take it back and apply it how you want. Uh, but it's definitely, it's better than not knowing it and seeing how other people operate is always going to help you. That's, that's great advice. Uh, and that's what part of what I try to do with content is, you know, whether YouTube, you know, like going to different shops and setups and trying to get that different experiences and, and, um, you know, different ideas. And hopefully people can maybe like pick and choose like what might work for them or, or it might spark an idea completely different for them. And that's kind of been my, my thing for content. And, and I also learn myself to help, you know, my business, you know, uh, so I, I, that's, I think that's the best way to learn and to grow because obviously the first person that created blank, you know, like had to have just invented it in their mind, but th that doesn't necessarily have to be everyone and not everyone's capable of that. There's, there's different people for you know that are capable of different things so um you know there's there's a lot of ways to network with people and and learn like you said and and, and grow that way because we can't all just be reinventing the wheel I mean, yeah that's, that's just not a thing we don't all have the brain power for that as much as we might want to think we do yeah but, uh, <laughs> it's like we cut grass at the end of the day you know <laughs> right right yeah it's, it's not rocket science but it is it, it isn't necessarily easy either. yeah i always try to say that like it's definitely not hard work like it's one thing to cut grass it's another thing to run a, a, a mowing a business, business yeah. a lawn care business you know like think there's differences that people don't always see and, and, and realize, oh, you're just cutting grass. Like, that's ah, a little bit more than that when you want to get into the business side of it, you know? Yeah. And of course, and it's also physically, you know, when it's one thing to cut one lawn a week, but when you're cutting 40, 100, 40 to 100 or whatever, obviously not by yourself at 100, but that's a lot of lawns a week that yeah. you're that you're cutting you know either by yourself or with people and you're in this you know the hot sun maybe the rain sometimes you know and you, it's like football you have all the seasons yeah you know it's it goes from cold to hot back down to cold and you're doing all these things just to try and cut people's grass or clean their property up and and and, and in florida you're pretty much year-round right yeah it slows down probably a little bit in the winter but but it doesn't stop right? yeah i mean we just you know our mowing will slow down a little bit to every other week and then we pick up with, you know, mulch and flowers and all the extras because we have a lot of snowbirds in Florida. So, at, you know, come October, November, it's time to get everything, you know, pristine for when they all come down. So yeah. it's like we just move labor to, you know, other areas and we stay busy. So, it you know, it, it never slows down. We don't get a, a, you know, a couple month break. It's uh, it's go, go, go all the time. Wow. For the past five years, Naylor Taliaferro's been working on something special for the lawn and landscape community. Something that's never been done before. An event that will change your business, your creativity, and possibly even your life. The LCR Summit is a two-day event chalked full of masterclasses taught by the best in the community. It is the live event of live events. Seating is limited to keep the classes engaging and so everyone gets a chance to participate. Go to lcrsummit.com or click the link in the podcast description for full details. Speakers include Keith Kalfas, John Pajak, Paul Jameson, Marvin Salcedo, Jonathan Potoshnik, the lawn care millionaire, and some guy called Mr. Producer. That's right. I can't wait to see you at the LCR Summit. Hey guys, it's Marty. Let me take a moment and tell you about the Ramp Rack. This is a pickup insert that eliminates the need to pull a trailer just to haul your equipment. It easily installs on any 1,500 to 3,500 pickup long or short bed, extending the usable space of your bed by two feet. 
The Ramp Rack's most popular model for landscapers is the PU200. It has rear window protection and a removable shelf for push mowers and gas cans. You're going to love this. The Ramp and Dovetail have a weight capacity of 2,000 pounds. Made in Maryland, it comes powder-coated and, of course, built to last for years. Here's what I'm asking you to do. Head over to therampwrack.com and, of course, save 10% with the promo code LCR. That's therampwrack.com, and, of course, we'll throw the link in the show notes. LCR not only uses the Ramp Rack, but he gives it his highest endorsement. And, I mean, with, with all those trucks and guys, I would imagine you have to be well over a million revenue, right? Yeah, so we're probably pushing four to five uh, million nice. in revenue. Nice. Um, you know, and it's all it's all commercial. So we, uh, you know, like I said, we're, we're growing quick. And uh, now it's crazy how, you know, my position evolves from, you know, taking care of, you know, like customers to now it's like you're a cheerleader for your employees to take care of the customer. And it's... Uh, definitely interesting how, you know, my title evolves as, as we grow yeah. and, and get larger and ensuring that our quality stays up. You know, at the end of the day, we have to take care of the customer, but we have to take care of our employees that are going to take care of the customer. So, yeah. um, you know, without your frontline employees, you, you know, you're not going to get any work done. So you've got to take care of them and, and pay them well. What, what tips uh, do you have for that? I mean, you said take care of them and pay them well, like, is that part of it or is that all of it or, or what, what What else could, could you add advice? Because as you know, and I'm sure you probably felt it a little bit too, um, you know, after COVID and everything, people just thought it was cool to stop working yeah. and it was hard to find, you know, people, it, already, it was already difficult to find people to do labor intensive, whether it's building houses or cutting grass or any, everything all in between trees, all that stuff is labor intensive and somewhat dangerous trees, especially in, in some regards. So then it just became almost impossible in some cases to find people. So what, um, what, what, na- how did you navigate through that? And what tips do you have for anyone? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, it's Florida's definitely been a interesting state during COVID and now with, you know, a lot of the new immigration laws, uh, most recently. So it's definitely been, very interesting and i think we've definitely felt some of the impact and you know we have guys moving out of you know the state just for other reasons and you know money won't solve that solve the problem so you know we we just we we try to keep them happy uh you know we we give them time off we we of course pay them well but i think the the real thing is you have to do whatever you can to retain them because if you're going to keep you know retraining a, a, a guy on a property you're losing money on the efficiency side versus paying someone less in, in the actual cost per hour. Yeah. Um, you know, so if you have a $12 guy an hour, but you every six weeks you have a new one coming in, it's costing you a lot more because he's not productive. You know, it takes him right. two or three months to get used to something right. before he starts becoming more efficient. Right. So I think we look at it as we would rather pay him more on the front line and keep him get them trained and run, say, less guys total that are super efficient that have been with us for a while. Yeah. Gotcha. So what is your role right now in your business, in your company at the the size that it's at? Yeah. So I guess we're doing a lot of management infill now with, uh, you know, hiring an account manager. We've got office, we've got an office manager. So, you know, I'm kind of floating all over right now, overseeing the tree division, overseeing maintenance, uh, but we've got a lot of our, our, our lower hanging fruit in terms of production managers managing all the crew leaders, 
Um, and now we're, we're working to build out, you know, account managers that take care of the customer and communicate with our production managers, uh, just to kind of get me out of that role because running meetings all day in the field is, uh, very time consuming. So, yeah. um, especially on big sites, you know, I'll be there for two hours doing, doing walkthroughs and wow. it, it chews up your day with calls coming in. Wow. So I have to go back to the age thing. What, how does that, how, how have you navigated that? Like now you're 20, but you're, you're still young, you know, and obviously when you're 15, you're younger, but still you're young at 20 and you know, you're walking properties with like management companies and, you know, and you have 45 employees, like how does that dynamic look and what, what have you done to maybe navigate that? Or, you know what I mean? Like, do people not take you seriously and all those things? Yeah. So I think it, it used to be an issue, but I think now that we have such a big portfolio of customers that nobody questions it. I mean, I haven't been asked how old I was in a very long time now. And I, I think it's really true too that a lot of times when people call us, it's because they know who we are and they know the quality of work we do. Nice. So they're already calling because somehow they, they got our info from somewhere right. or they saw us on a big neighborhood, you know? So, um, I think more often than anything, we sell the job as informative. If I can inform you something, whether you hire me or not, I don't care. But you know, if you like what we do and what we have to offer, then we're probably a good fit for you. Yeah. Um, you know, so I think it's more or less, you can't look at the dollar. You have to look at the relationship and long-term what you can do. And the money follows good work and good partnerships, you know, and that's kind yeah. of our whole motto is we're going to partner with the customer. We're not worried about the money and you know, the, the money will follow later as long as we stay true to what we tell them. So, yeah. Yeah. Do you ever have anyone still to this day, um, you know, that they call up Lucky Landscaping and it's a decent sized company with a lot of trucks. We already established that. And then and then you show up. Are they ever like, oh, you're the owner of Lucky Landscaping? They may maybe not pull the age card or ask you, but they might be like, wow, you know, they might be stereotypically used to seeing like an older dude that's been doing this like 20 years or something shows up and and uh and you, you know, the young future of the industry shows up. Has there ever been kind of shocked looks? And I'm sure there's there's definitely shock, you know. And uh, it, it's funny if I if I show up with you know one of our account managers or a production manager because they're always older than me, you know. So they always the eyes kind of go a different way, and yeah. I let it go because to me it's like I don't. It's just a job to yeah. me too, you know. Yeah. So it's like, but more often I'll be, you know, out at a restaurant and someone will be like, "Oh, you work for Lucky?" I'm like, "Yeah, I do." You know, <laughs> there it depends you go. who it is. Is you know, it depends what my title is. You know, yeah, um, yeah. you're the hidden, you're yeah, the hidden boss. You know? Exactly. <laughs> no one but uh, I think it definitely shocks people. But you know, knowledge is key, and when you start talking the language and and know what their issues are and what the solutions are, because obviously we've been through the same scenarios that's what they want to hear. Yeah. You know, I mean, they don't care about the price. They, they want to know how can you fix their issues? How can you make their property look better? And most of the time they're going to go with it, you know? So as long as you sell them on that and I tell them, Hey, we're a local company. We, you know, we live, we work, we play in the same places and I'm not going to undercut myself because I don't want to see you out at a restaurant one night and you say to me, you know, oh, you're the landscaper that screwed me over, you know, because we live in the same place, you know, so it's not worth cutting my price just to make you happy today when I know we can't sustain it down the road. Yeah, yeah. 
And just listening to you talk or speak, I can imagine that the dynamic with you and your employees isn't even an issue because of your mindset and, and the, the, just the, the maturity level of the way you speak and how you want to take care of everybody and, and you know what needs to get done and, and help out, you know, service all your, your customers and, and all that. Like, there's there hasn't really been an issue, right, I would imagine? Yeah, I mean, I think we're pretty mellow. I mean, there's, hey, when there's an issue, what can you do? I mean, it's you just look forward. I mean, you can't go backwards, you know. I mean, right. if 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 a, if a truck jackknifes a trailer, what can you do? I mean, you right. can't get mad at someone. I mean, what you just have to look forward. How can we prevent it in the future? Yeah. You know, and that's how we look at everything. Is hey, it's a mistake. It costs us a little money, and let's prevent it from happening in the future. Yeah. So I would imagine everyone respects you and everything. And, yeah. And, you know, like it, the, the whole age thing probably doesn't even come into question. Maybe the first day they may be like, oh, that's the boss. What? You know, and they like yeah. laugh it off. And then quickly they're like, oh, this is this game time. This yeah. is serious. Let's let's go. Yeah. So Yeah. It's, a, it's very interesting. And I have a fun time doing it, you know, and we've built a, a good organization in, in a in a small little area, you know, and now we're really focused on building it to better, you know, better serve our customers and really focus on one little town and, you know, do good work and yeah. take care of employees. Nice. Nice. So, uh, in closing, what, what do you, uh, what's your future for Lucky Landscaping look like? What are your plans? You know, I think we're going to, yeah, <laughs> I think, uh, we're going to continue to grow, um, you know, build, build people, build, build some management out and really, you know, take care of our guys. I think, uh, we're trying to work on, you know, a profit sharing plan to keep everybody, you know, tied to the company and keep them happy. Um, nice. You know, I think it if you can keep people, you know, culturally and financially committed, I think they'll stay along, stay around longer. You know, and like I said, it once we set something up, I don't want to have to retrain someone. So if I can pay them more money and it comes at the expense of my pocket, then that's totally fine because I don't have to worry about it. You know, so um, I think we're going to continue to grow. We're focusing on, you know, more local work around our shop and keep our area tight. Um, and it just all circles back to, you know, taking care of our customers better, being a better, uh, you know, company for them, provide better work. And when there's an issue, we're always close by. Nice. Nice. Well said. Well, I wanted to end with uh, the pod decks here. These are random interview questions that you can uh, pick a random card and, and read the question and then answer it. And it's nothing right. to do with lawn care landscaping. Yeah, yeah. It's just totally random just to kind of get to know everyone a little bit more. You down? Yeah. All right. It's a lot of cards, so who knows what the All answers right. are. What's the most awkward thing that happens to you on a regular basis? <laughs> huh. Well, we were kind of talking about the age thing. I know. It's probably they, not as big of a deal anymore. Yeah, the age thing's probably, you know, something interesting. Uh, honestly, it's probably when I go and buy trucks and they're like, oh, we need your dad's license. I'm like, you can look it up on SunBiz and he's not an owner. So, right. you know, yeah. or there's people from, you know, it's crazy though because like i've been buying trucks from people for a long time and they still ask me and you know we buy everything new so it's obviously dealerships i deal with but yeah, yeah. it's like all the time they wonder you know i mean but you only have to be 18 technically to do that stuff yeah right? so i mean we've got a couple banks that we work with and you know they we have financials to prove it i mean yeah. it's like the bottom line is they want to see bank statements and tax returns you know because it's a little bit more complicated being young 
But as long as you can prove the income, that's all they care about, right. you know? Right. Um, so, yeah, that's that's probably the most awkward thing. <laughs> or when I go to pick it up and I do the deal over the phone because I don't waste my time yeah. sitting at their desk. And, nice. you know, they start adding, adding all the fees on. Yeah, you're really smart, man. You got it down pat. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, so. that's... Uh, um, that's <laughs> So then when you go to pick up the, the, the truck, that's when, when, when they, they're, they're like, what in the world is going on? <laughs> um, so that's, yeah, that's, I, I can definitely see how that would be awkward and, and funny. I, I would probably have fun with that. You know, you just show up, Hey, I'm picking up my truck. And they're like, what, where, who, like, who are you, yeah. who, you know, who are your parents, <laughs> who's your dad, whatever. So that's, that's funny. You just have fun with it. Um, let's, let's try one more before we wrap up here. All right. What's something I would never guess about you? <laughs> um, that's an interesting one. Uh, maybe I don't watch any sports. Football, basketball, nothing. It's just strictly business, <laughs> yeah, huh? Just that work. Wow, yep. just work. And therefore, you have twenty trucks and forty-five employees. Yeah. So, <laughs> but you gotta like um, going going deeper into that. There's there's got to be some sort of downtime that you do, right? There's got to be something. Do you have a hobby or anything? Go ex work out. Go for a bike ride. Hunt, fish, anything? Yeah, I mean, I I go out to dinner pretty much every night. That's like my quiet time because it's peaceful. Go. No one's yeah. calling. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean the gym, but. Other than that, I mean, Just work. it's pretty much work. Yeah. Always looking for new opportunities, you know? Nice, nice. Well, Austin, thank you so much for, for being a part of this podcast. I'm so glad. I mean, it was like nine years in the making or something. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> following you on, you know, Periscope back in the day, yeah. you know, all the old school stuff <laughs> and the community was growing. Good old Geek to Freak. And yeah. All the good times, man. You know, Aaron over there, Aaron uh, uh, Sutter, he's yeah. he's over there. He's one of the, one of the OGs that was... Uh, creating content and following along and just a lot of a lot of great times so coming to equip is a great time to reconnect with with everyone that we've gotten to know over the years and then the new people that come into the community as well so yeah. um within this industry and people are still discovering this show even exists and the online social media community exists and this is a good time so I'm, I'm looking forward to it we're here it's wednesday so we got you know a couple more days to go and um I'm going to head over to the Toro booth and I appreciate you stopping by. I don't want to take too much more of your time, but thank you so much. And I'm sure we will, we will, we will get, we, we will see each other again in passing throughout the week. All right. Perfect. Sounds good. I appreciate the opportunity and, uh, you know, it's definitely a great industry and a lot of helpful people out here. Awesome. Thanks. This has been an LCR media and Mr. Producer production. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.